little bit of an impromptu meeting this morning. So, and it may be brief. So maybe just a quick 15 or minute, 15 to 20 minute update. And then what we'd like to announce is on Saturdays, I think we can start doing a cannabis data science Saturday statistics. So that's when we can really get into the meat of things. So I'll be putting that on the meetup agenda. Just to let you know, today I am here at MJ BizCon in, in Las Vegas. So yet again, it's one of those just ad hoc meetups, but I thought I could at least talk with you about what the event, the events yesterday was the science symposium. And then eh, we can just talk campus data science here for a minute and then really get into some real interesting things on Saturday with Saturday statistics. So, so real quick, Eric, you're uh, new, new to the group. So just to kind of throw you on the spot, you wouldn't mind maybe introducing yourself or maybe letting us know your background and your angle and what you may hope to get out of the group. Hey, uh, I'm Eric. Uh, like you said, I am new to the group. Um, basically, my background, I've done everything from like finance to actual security. Um, I've been, I guess, in tech for the past, I'm going to say 15 years. Uh, different aspects. Uh, I was a network administrator, so I worked mostly with hardware, software. Uh, then I transitioned from that to uh, development. And now I've been doing a uh, data analyst at a current and uh, fintech company in New York City. And I've been doing that for the past year and a half, give or take. So just new to data. And I actually didn't even know I worked in the data field, but uh, I guess basically all I thought I was doing was just reporting. So like my company has me uh, doing like the business to consumers, like marketing. And basically, I do the reporting for our entire organization that's located here. Uh, Texas is our headquarters, but we do uh, basically, if you pay on a home or a commercial real estate property, you're probably paying your rent through us. So uh, I've been doing that for the past, like I said, year and a half, give or take. Awesome. awesome. Just putting in these headphones just to get a bit better sound here. No problem. Well, it's it's awesome to to have you in the group. So, what interests you about the merger of cannabis and data science? Well, obviously, it's a growing field uh, because I've actually used to invest in certain stocks, and it's been obviously big for the past couple of years, especially with the legalization of it across many states in the United States. So just, awesome. Awesome. you know, like I'm new, like I told you. So I guess I'm still trying to learn everything that's not just with cannabis, but many other sectors. <laughs> okay. In, you said your background was in cybersecurity? I did cybersecurity, uh, but that was years ago. That was maybe early 2012. 
okay. And can you tell me how you got into data science? Uh, so like I said, I started doing um, basically networking. So we did firewall systems. I worked mostly with hardware, creating uh, servers, doing the whole virtualization. And from there, I kind of transitioned into uh, as a web developer or a software developer. I used many different, uh, so I used like Ruby on Rails. Obviously, it, it depended on where I worked and what technology stack they used. So I went from that to like React. Uh, then they threw me into uh, learning SQL. So I did a lot of SQL stuff and um, Excel. I actually never needed to use Excel, so I didn't even know how to use Excel. <laughs> but now I do. Yes, you'll be surprised how often you come across um, companies using Excel these days. Um, but but that's it's a, I've heard a programmer say that that's often a prime opportunity for uh, for development. But but anywho, well, I'll t tell you about myself. So started a company, Canlytics, and so we principally got into the space to help out laboratories. So we have experience building laboratory information management systems. So that may be up your alley, software. So that's how we got into the space. And we saw that there was a big need for statistics and analytics. So we're skilled at that as well. So we thought we could maybe share our comparative advantage with others. And statistics is something that we can do simply and easily. So we thought there was a shortage. So we thought we could provide some supply of statistics. So you do you have any experience with stats at all? That is actually quite interesting. Uh, while I don't have um, experience in the cannabis sector, uh, like I said, currently right now, uh, what I do for where the company that I'm working at, I do all the marketing material for them. So I take the statistics of um, basically our marketing campaigns. And what we're trying to do is increase our credit card adoption fees. So um, I collect data for obviously every month that we send out. Uh, it's over like sometimes like 2 million emails because we have many residents on our platform that pay their rent via credit cards, checks, cash, money order, or now cryptocurrency. So what we do, uh, our company, we actually make more money when they use a credit card. So uh, what I'm doing is I generated these reports from the data from Microsoft SQL, but they want me to present them basically in like spreadsheet format. And I use that and a dashboard to give to the marketing manager so he can change his marketing strategy so we can have a higher credit card adoption rate across you know, our campaigns. We're a big fan of you know, showing the data. So, and your managers may like this. So, have you ever presented any figures or charts or graphs? So yes, yes, I have. Okay. So, may I ask, what, what's your favorite way to go about creating charts or graphs? So, mine's 
with Python, but it's that's just my tool. But which, yeah, it's which mostly Python. Oh, interesting. Oh, awesome. They also do use uh, here, uh, they have several different uh, tools that have dashboards. So uh, we have developers and they sometimes, um, I don't even get to choose that. They just tell me to basically give the data to our developers and that they're going to create a dashboard for it. So it kind of depends on what team is requiring what data and at what point. Sometimes we use uh, Tableau or uh, there's the new, um, I guess, like the Microsoft BI. Uh, so it actually kind of depends. And like some people, I know, what is it that they use? Like Panda, Pandas or something like that? But I haven't, I have no experience with that. Oh, yes. So we can show you a bit of the work we do. So we'll use Pandas to wrangle data now and again. So if you want some examples of some of the code, you should check out the the cannabis data science repository so they can put the link in the chat um so mm -hmm. this will have all of the you know the work that we've done over the past several months and you'll see how we use pandas intermittently to to read in data, to to clean the data, so you know there's a lot, a lot to be done there. So, but well, but, thank you for that. Yes, <clears throat> and yeah, but essentially, I was thinking, yeah. So essentially, maybe the you know the, the meetups here on Wednesday can maybe be a bit more of a you know just a back and forth meetup, and then on Saturdays. We can really dive into so if you'll look at the the code examples, we, we you know so that that so that way on Saturday that'll be the more program intensive, statistics heavy day, and then Wednesdays we can just talk about cannabis data science and what people's interests are, the latest developments in the fields, you know what have you, so. So, or we could mix it up. So, um, so I just thought I would float that by the group and see what people people prefer. But today it just happened by happenstance because I'm here at the convention and it it actually really kicks off here at nine o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So, I'll you know, need to conclude here in about eight minutes or so, but um, so normally we do a longer session where we really dive into statistics, um, but unfortunately due to circumstance just have to keep it short today, but the, the plus side is I can fill you in about the, some of the, the things happening at MJBiz and you know, some of the topics at hand. So, for example, one of the big things going on right now is the Hopsley and Viroid. So this is a big risk to everyone in the industry, right? So you've got a bunch of, right? Oh, we've got a new guest. 
but I'll really pen, pen these things out for next time. So, you know, some of these, you know, interesting developments. But we've got uh, Miguel. So welcome to the group. So we're doing a bit of an impromptu meetup today. So welcome aboard. Happy to have you. And essentially thought I would tell you about we're going to kick off Saturday statistics on Saturday. So would any of you have a good time in hand that you may, may be interested in doing statistics on Saturday, if that's something that any of you are interested in? Eric or Heather? Oh, Miguel. Oh, cool. Well, I was thinking sometime in the morning, so we could stick with the same time, 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and then that would be 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, if that would work for everyone. That works for me. Awesome. So then we can rendezvous and awesome. Oh, welcome, Hindoka. Welcome back. So today we're doing an impromptu meetup from MJ Biz. Then on Saturday, we can get back to essentially we were merging economics, economic theory with some empirical data and seeing if we couldn't estimate some models. As Heather can attest, we weren't really able to estimate one of the economic models. We had okay luck with the second, but it, you know, it led to a lot of doubt, right? So, you know, if the, the economic theory doesn't pan out in one case, uh, yeah, it just makes you kind of wonder. So long story short, we're going to revisit this on Saturday and maybe extend the data. So we were looking at Massachusetts and we could potentially add a couple new states such as California or Colorado to the mix to sort of do a comparative analysis across the states. And so, Eric, I believe you said you were doing state by state comparative analysis. And if so, are there any particular states that you're interested in? Uh, no, I wasn't doing a state-by-state -state analysis. Um, I said that I was working on, uh, that was more for our own company, not uh, cannabis sector. Okay. If you, okay, so well, long story short, we'll really just look where there's data to be found. So, so that's what we'll really kick off on Saturday. And then... I can report back to you and fill in my notes on to you about, you know, all the developments here at MJBiz. So that way, you know, you know, okay, what's happening here on the ground floor? What are the latest topics at hand? What are people talking about? So a big topic at hand these days is quality assurance. So just to give you a brief history here in the last few minutes of quality assurance in the cannabis industry. So as you know, so 
essentially things really kicked off right in 1996. So this was when I was a wee child. And then, so this is when California permitted medicinal cannabis. This went on for, you know, not much changed for many years, for a decade or so. And then in 2000, really when things really started the moving quickly was in 2012 with the legalization of cannabis in Colorado and Washington. And so that's when, you know, stories started making it into the news. There was the, you know, the cannabis tourism in Colorado. So this is when cannabis really started to become mainstream and get onto people's radar. Well, it, it's an interesting story because you can almost tie it to this hops latent thyroid. So as you know, cannabis is proliferating, right? You're growing the crop in this monoculture and, you know, you're inevitably going to introduce viruses, right? And so these are, can be impactful on agriculture. So the example given is the virus that woke, that wiped out the Gros-Michel banana. So they're not inconsequential. So this virus cropped up and it's proliferated. And, you know, this has driven a lot of, you know, concern, you know, by producers. And so this, I think, may have been not the reason, but maybe a factor towards you know, the movement towards quality assurance. So they were seeing the need to, you know, start testing for microbes and, you know, start making sure you've got a clean facility. So around 2015 or so, you start seeing the first, you know, testing labs and you just see, you know, the development through 2018 where you know more and more labs are coming online and i think there's just wide variance in how everyone's doing things and then really through 2018 to 2021 there's been a lot of progress where the industry's really come around where it's we're finally seeing that okay you know we're really seeing the emphasis on good manufacturing practices, quality control slash assurance programs, and and good, good laboratory practice for the labs. So it's there's still room for development. I'm not saying we're there. So for example, in the lab space right now, people are interested in testing for heavy metals in say, um, vaporized products or concentrates or flour or what have you, edibles. So, but there's a lot of development that needs to be done there. So from what they can say that it's not, you know, it's not as precise as would be needed for, you know, production style quality control testing. So there's still work to be done, you know, particularly with heavy metal testing and really across the board. But, you know, I, everyone's moving in that 
in that direction. So I think that's, you know, a, br a brief history of, you know, the of quality control and assurance. And so that's, you know, just a brief summary of yesterday. I'll, I'll flesh it out and perhaps introduce maybe a, a first, first writing, like a first blog post or something for the group. But, but, you know, today was a bit more of just a talk. So, you know, now I'll be, you know, heading over there into this mayhem, you know, that is MJ biz. And so I'll report back and I'll see you all at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday. And we'll and we'll do some statistics, and so that that way you know we can really sit down. We can, we'll fire up Python, so you can follow along, learn some pandas. We can create some figures, and for everyone, we can always just talk cannabis, you know, cannabis data. So, so that's yeah, we're just here to have fun. So, anywho, hope you all had. A fun time, even if it was short and impromptu and ad hoc. But until next time, I hope you all stay productive. And I'll see you on Saturday for Saturday Statistics. And ah, I look forward to talking with you, Eric, Heather, Miguel, and everyone else. And I've got to dash, so I'm going to go ahead and end the recording here. But it's been, it's been fun. So thank you all for attending. And then we'll really dive into things on Saturday. Okay. Talk Thanks. to you all soon. Take care. Thanks, Miguel.